Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. All right, Flyover family, you know how we always say in our slogan, wake up, speak up, and show up. Those three steps are incredibly critical. A lot of you have had to do that. If you're watching this show, that's probably how you ended up on the platform you're actually watching this episode or where you've downloaded it. But you don't always get an opportunity to meet people that not only woke up, spoke up, and and showed up, (laughs) but they did it in the harshest environments against the most headwind. Um, It's easy to float on the river. It's hard to swim upstream. And uh, we got... uh, the owner of Crawdaddy's here, uh, here in in California, that 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 stayed open during COVID, went against the the, the the opposition, have done everything that you could to stay in business and kind of fight against a government process that was designed to put all small business owners kind of out of business. Welcome, and Keith. you thrive. So welcome, thank to you, the yeah. Conservative Podcast, thank you, David. Yeah. It's a pleasure to have you fly over people here in California. Yes, <laughs> no kidding. You know we're we're Calif- we're California here. But we're in this like little island. Uh, we're like a flyover state. Oh, this is a great a community. This this is Devin Nunes' home in town. Yeah. He's 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 been my friend for a long time. Yes. I've know I knew Devin before he was Devin Nunes, Man. our hero. Yeah, right? yeah. And uh, he's uh, the real deal. Yeah, he's, he, he is. He is. It's interesting because last night, you know, we were getting ready for putting on this big show for the weekend, and I had to run to a couple stores. And when I was out and about, it was interesting because two things I noticed. One is it wasn't Happy Holidays, I heard. It was Merry Christmas, which was really exciting to me because that's not something that you hear very often. People actually saying Merry Christmas. Typically, they scoop by that. They say Happy Holidays. Second thing is, is you actually had workers instead of the self-checkout at Home Depot, which was shocking to me because where we're from... That's not happening. You got a bunch of self-checkout, um, checkout all done by automation and not humans. Well, and I, I love we, that. We have that here too, unfortunately. But but I was impressed because you think California and you think ah oh, they're this, they're they're not doing. Remember, anything. you're in a great little area. Of we California are, and I right love here. that. Okay. It's exciting. And, and I, well, I, th- I think what people don't realize, you know, as much is is, and, I, and I'm going to talk about this day when we speak. But I don't think that we don't have any blue states. We have we have some blue cities. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you drive, uh, you know, we've driven across California back and forth several times. Like, this is the number one dairy producing state in the world, in the country. The farming, the community. You see Agriculture. The, you see the fields. And there's some there's some innate connection between people who touch dirt, people who do something mm-hmm. for a living, and their, their ability to hang on to common sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Versus if they only stand on concrete and they're in a cubicle and fluorescent lights and they're just they're in, a, in a downtown area. They kind of lose track of this, and they're more susceptible, I think, to mainstream yeah, media programming. Yeah, I, I, I think we are blessed around here, and I don't know if every, we're talking to the whole country. Obviously, yeah. our area is the one of the biggest farming areas in the entire yeah. United yeah. States. Yeah, out of California, and we have to battle uh, the guy in Sacramento, Devin, yeah. uh, uh, Gavin Newsom. Uh, to, I mean, he seems like he's out to destroy farming, and thank God for people like Devin Nunes and yeah. and and even Donald Trump came and found out about our water situation. We were this close to getting it. You know, all these problems can be solved. It's politics that are killing us. Yeah, yeah. The, the global warming and and all uh, all these. Uh, uh, Sierra Club's thinking that the smelt has to be saved over a human being. It's got to stop. I want to talk a little bit about 
during the shutdowns, you stayed open. You're a restaurant here. They're like, nope, we are not shutting our doors. And there was some pushback that happened. And you were like, no, this is what we're doing. Can you talk a little bit about that? Okay. Well, I'll try to make the story as compact as possible. But the biggest thing is where did the bravery for that even yeah. come from to handle doing well, the, Okay, I'm going to tell, tell you what my final straw was, was, uh, you know, First of all, Neil Gorsuch wrote a thing, the First Amendment. You, uh, you cannot keep a man from making a living for his family. So that, that hit me first. I, thought, I, I like that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, and I have 40 people, you know, and, and not all of my people could get unemployment or, or financial aid. And I, that, my final decision was, and it was scary because they threatened to take away your liquor license. If you don't have a liquor yeah. license, you're dead in the restaurant sure. business. But I said, no, I'm, I'm, I just don't think this is right. We're going to do it. And we stayed open, and it was, uh, I think it was the best decision I ever made. I, I didn't, uh, I just asked God to watch over us, man, take care of us, and we stayed open through it. it was I wonderful. love that. I love that. Flyover family, if you are in Visalia or Tulare or Bakersfield or Fresno or any place close to this area, come to Crawdaddy's. See him. And we're going to actually pack out that place tonight. It's been packed out last night yep. as well. We can't wait to we're, support you. We're, and we're so excited. Our whole crew, we're going there on Sunday morning for the brunch. Yeah. Wonderful. You, you know, got to check it out. I'm going to write you a check for this endorsement, <laughs> too, by the well, way. Well, we are blown away. It's great, when you, especially when you got people like Devin Nunes and, and General Flynn and Clay Clark and people like this. They're like, hey, this guy is a patriot. He's the real deal. Happens to be an entrepreneur. But some people, hey, you may be a patriot and you're a nurse. You may be a patriot and you're a construction worker. Maybe yep. a patriot like... How well do you walk out your bravery and your ability to wake up, speak up, and show up in whatever area God's called you to be? And some people are in ministry. They're in medicine or whatever. You're an entrepreneur, and, and you're taking care of the people yeah. that are under your umbrella of leadership. I really do think God said, look, you, you're going to do this. I love and, it. And uh, it was scary because I was like, I really was out there on my own. Nobody else was going to do it. Like, oh, man, if I lose my liquor license. But it all worked out really good. I love truth, it. truth ages well. It does. And when you make a good choice, regardless of the blowback you get in the moment, you want to look back. It's better to be a Bonhoeffer than somebody that just goes along, whatever the cost is. And 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 can, courage is contagious. Your courage is contagious. And hopefully, Flyover family, yep. you grab a hold of a little bit of that yourself and and implement this wherever you are, because I guarantee craziness is not over. And we just need to stand up because it'll be gone that quick if we all do. Hey, I got I got I got to tell you something. The great General Michael Flynn was my guest last night. Wow! And I was so thrilled. I mean, that guy's an American hero. He is. Look, talk about a guy that stood up. Yep. He lost everything. Yep. And uh, he he said, and he, I had a little talk with him. He made a video with me that I was so honored. And in the end, he said, "Fight, fight, fight. Never yep. give up." Yep. And and that's. We can't give up. No. Yeah. So true. Keith, yeah. thank you so much no, for stopping by. We thanks really appreciate me. it. You bet. Thanks, thanks, guys. Enjoy your time here in Central California. All right, let's get our stuff together here. Hi, I'm David White. <laughs> if we could skip the hi, my name's David part, because that's where I got attended. Hi. Hi. <laughs> But I did good. See, look. First thing says. Say your name. 
Say your name. <laughs> Say your name, David Whitey. If you've been wondering what to do with the spare time you have on Saturday mornings, have I got a way for you to fill that time? Not cleaning your garage, folding your laundry, or doing something with yourself. Filling your head with worthless information about what may or may not have happened 5,000 years ago. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or about chemtrails in the sky? Or have you ever had a friend at, at school talk to you about friend at school? <laughs> Some days when you're sitting there with your lunch pail, you're talking to your friends at school, they, they bring up your flat earth, and you think it's a flat I don't know if flat earth is flat or not. I don't know alligators are angry because they got all those teeth and no toothbrush. And it's all true. And we talk about it every Saturday. <laughs> we talk about Rubik's Cubes and stuff. <laughs> we like to have conversations with people that have made documentaries, written books. Oh, this is terrible. I can like feel myself hating watching this later. Okay, give me a swoosh. Let's do this thing for real this time. Bye, got a show for you. <laughs> my, my, hang on, my, my eyes red now. You won't be able to tell in there. Peter can fix it. He can run it through a filter. Can he run it through the Brad Pitt filter and get rid of the, my red eyes? Oh, I'm probably doing the world a disservice. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing, chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons? Those are all things that fascinate me. Decided to use our platform of the Flyover Conservative podcast and create a new show called Conspiracy Conversations. Every Saturday morning, we get together with some of the brightest minds in the world that have spent thousands of hours on a topic, churning through the research, looking at things they've traveled, they've been to the locations, they're looking for the truth because they're as curious as you and I are about what's true. What is really true about our past, where we came from, where we are, and where we're going? We don't bring on guests to iron out their wrinkles and find out the things that we disagree on. No more than I go to the grocery store and, and, and try to put everything in the whole store in my cart. I just try to walk out with better ideas than I had when I walked in. If you got something inside you that's like, what about that? I don't even know if I agree, but I would like to hear them out. If you have an open mind and a curious heart, we've got a show for you every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock, conspiracyconversations.com. All right, Flavor family, as you know, we are backstage in Tulare, California. And, uh, you know, as much in our show as we end up uh, beating up on, on politicians, uh, you know, I joke on the show quite often that, that, you know, when we started our podcast three years ago, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, this guy's a state rep. He's a senator. And now I got a vibe like if your daughter brought one home and she's dating him, you'd be like, oh, my gosh, couldn't you find a nice biker? Couldn't you find a not, you know, and, and that's why it's so refreshing when you come across somebody that truly is a public servant to spend time there doing everything they can to serve. And then also have the ability to walk away from some of the most powerful positions to do what's right and to continue to serve. And so it is a huge honor to have Mr. Devin Nunez here with us on the Flyover Conservative it's Podcast. good to see you guys. And this morning, I know this is going to be airing later, but we're you know, here in Tulare, which is my home. Yep. And this morning I was, I was just uh, getting ready to go, so I, I clicked on Rumble. And you guys are live streaming. Yes. So there's like, there must be 10 or 15 different groups that are live streaming yeah. this, yep. uh, this event they are. on Rumble. But anyway, you guys had like 2,000 people watching. Yay! Yes. That's Concurrent. Awesome. Concurrent. That you is know, that's, really great. Which is a lot. 
we, we, and people are fired up. They want to know what is going on. And this is obviously a great event to learn more about it. I just want to tell you, I mean, I know you know this, and I kind of actually said it before, but Flyover family, that you're listening. If you've never been to Tulare, California, they have the best people. It is. You truly have amazing people. Oh, We've you. been going all over your town. You know, we've been to Walmart. We've been to Home Depot. We've been to Crawdaddy's. You know, we've been everywhere and uh, just amazing people. You know, I've, I've actually heard over and over again, Merry Christmas. You don't hear that. Even where we are in Missouri, it's happy holidays. But here, it's Merry Christmas. And really? I love Even in Missouri? At the corporate, not... the, box, the box stores, the it's, box it's, stores it's tough. At Costco, Home Depot, it's hard to squeeze it out of yeah. here. Man, there well, are, this is, you know, this is a good part of the world. This is, you're in the breadbasket of the solar system, I like to say. People don't realize it because everybody yeah. thinks when you, when you say California, everybody says, oh, you from L.A. or San Francisco? Right. You know, they don't realize that California is a yeah. massive state. I always remind people, Trump got more votes here in California than any other state. Yes. Um, and look, you're in the, the you're in this breadbasket here. We've got, you know, pistachios, almonds, dairy, yep. all every cheese mm-hmm. you can think of is made here. Um, and then you've got all the citrus is here too. Like a lot of the fresh citrus you see, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people think Florida and orange juice. Well, a lot of the fresh citrus, lemons, grapefruits, yeah. oranges are grown right here in this in this area. So, you know, it's where I grew up. My family grew up. And oh, and I forgot the best thing with the wines. The you know, wines, the grapes, exactly. The grapes and all of that. So, you know, a lot of good people, they work with their hands. Yeah, they got to do, yep. do real work. You know, things have to be, you know, you don't irrigate crops. So yeah. you, you don't feed an animal. Yep. Like, they die. Exactly. Right? So, so you have to actually get things done uh, in order. So you have a lot of practical people here. Yep. That do that keep the world moving. And they understand and sowing and reaping. That's right. Yeah, and you're you're working with, yeah. with nature. You have to, and it's not personal. Yeah. You know, there, there is no deserve in farming. Right. You know, there's like I really wanted this to grow. You know, it's like you didn't water it, man. You didn't take care of, of what it was. And so they kind of understand the the cause and effect yeah. you know of life. And they're doers, you know. Uh, when you get done, I, sh- I when we spoke yesterday, I showed a a picture of the United States and it showed the counties of the twenty twenty election. And it's like, you look at the United States, it's red. Red. The country's red. And I, I shared with the crowd, and they, they resounded with it, is that there's, there's no blue states. There's yeah, blue cities. Blue cities, that's right. But there's not a blue state in, in, right. in, in America. There's just some blue cities. Right. And, uh, you know, this is a reflection of that because this is a very red area of California. But there's a lot of red in California. You have more registered Republicans in the state than any state in, in the country. There is a big conservative movement. Yeah. in California, and it's not, Gavin Newsom should not be the spokesperson for the state of California. It should be some of these farmers and people that are raising yeah. things to do it. They should represent California. Well, this area, one of the, you know, this drove, it's what drove me into politics on how this region was treated. That's what, you know, the, the crazy environmental policies, everybody thinks you see, everything you're seeing now out there with this crazy climate, cold, yeah. global warming, yeah. you have to remember, this started here. And it was tried on a lot of these laws that you now see that have gone national and other states have put in place. Yep. They were first tried on the people that live in this region. And it's what drove me into politics. So, and you know, the other thing that's great about this region is, is that you've got the Sierra Nevadas mm-hmm. and the Sequoia National Park and Yosemite that are right here. And, and I always used to, to joke that in the 1960s, you had all these hippies that would you know, they basically drive over from the Bay Area. They drive through this valley and they'd see cattle and farming and all these things. And they say, oh, it stinks. And oh, they didn't want to deal with it. 
And then they go up into the Yosemite National Park, smoke out for the weekend, you know, get stuck. <laughs> yeah. And they come back through, oh, it stinks down here. And so, you know, they always joke, like, they always joke about this area. Oh, it's just drive through area or it's cattle country. Sounds not, like where we grew up. Not <laughs> having, <laughs> like flyover. Flyover states. Not having a clue of where their food actually right. comes yes. from. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, so look, it's what drove me uh, ultimately into politics. And then, uh, you know, now, of course, I'm. That true social, yes. trying, to, we'll hit, trying to keep everybody's right to, to express themselves. We'll hit, hit this side. Uh, give, give us two categories I want updates from. One is true social in the Trump media mm-hmm. group. What's that going to look like over the next 325 days or whatever, you know, that, that are really critical for this country? And then, then I want to jump in to get back to farming and get back to Devin Nunes Wines. <laughs> because uh, we had a meet and greet last night at a place here called Crawdaddy's. And this, this restaurant... People were buying bottles and bottles of this wine and raving on it and, yeah. and loving it. I was on every table. There was Devin Nunez wine. It's got a flag on it. So I want to get to that. But it's just true social sure. first. What what role do you guys see playing in, in a, a, a landscape with social media and messaging? That, so our, I mean, for the we, next- we have a very simple goal. It's to keep the Internet open so that people have a voice. Mm-hmm. And it's really, yeah. it's a It's a movement. That was yeah. created out of necessity because so many of us were canceled on yes. these other platforms. Mm-hmm. So we work closely with Rumble, where this you're mm-hmm. probably watching this now, yep. most likely. Uh, and and Rumble is is a YouTube alternative. They're also building a cloud. They're building an advertising platform. We've beta tested a lot of that. So like our vi- a lot of our video comes via Rumble. Uh, our cloud we use. We beta tested the Rumble cloud. We beta tested the. Rumble ad platform. We're building all that out while giving people a home on True Social, which right now it's basically just a social networking site. We have our groups mm-hmm. and we have our feed. So if you're used to, you know, we're trying to basically take the best of Facebook, best of Instagram, uh, best of Twitter, yeah. X, whatever you call it, TikTok, put it into one easy to use platform. Mm-hmm. And so the so the good thing is is that you know we're not and we're not just for you know conservatives. Like we're open to. Anybody who and Gavin Newsom right. posted there. That's, yeah. that's right. <laughs> so is Biden. Biden's uh, now posting there too. The Biden uh, Harris. Oh campaign. my God! I'd love to go um, through the comments, seems, comments on that. It's very so, important because of what we saw in 2020 with censorship. Obviously, coming into the 2024 yeah. election, that this is going to be a critical time. Well, at least it gives people a home. Yeah. Right. So uh, you know we have to continue to build out more features, make our platform you know even bigger, mm-hmm. and we're you know we're going to launch a lot of new. I can't really talk about it now. We've got a lot sure. of big things coming mm-hmm. uh, next year. It's exciting. Um, yeah, and I mean, we're building a lot of technology. We've been basically we're a research and development company. You got to remember, that's a good know, way to put we've it. never the only marketing that this company's ever had is Donald Trump and me. Like, <laughs> wow. Like, like we don't, you know, we don't have a marketing budget. We're not out like you know we're building. That's amazing. This, we're building this technology, riding on the rumble rails to keep the internet open to give people a voice. Yeah. Yep. So. You know, hopefully into this year, we'll, we'll kind of be done with our R&D, and then we'll be out, you know, pushing the marketing yeah. yep. uh, with a lot of new a lot of new products. And just That's about every month, there's something better. You know, on yeah. okay, Flyover family, if you if, if, say you gave it a shot when it opened week one or even six months or a year ago and you've been there and you didn't understand the flow of something, like, go back yeah. because cause there's things I've gone to do. I'm like, oh, can I do this on tr- – oh. Oh, that's even better. Like yeah. you, you do, you do new ways of doing things that are even better than what was done on Facebook. What took yeah. them a decade to do, you guys are doing in short time. Yeah, frames. I mean, you got to remember, we've only been fully open, okay, in the U.S. fully open because we weren't on, we were not allowed in the Google Play Store 
until last November, basically oh, October. Wow. A year. So, so a little over a year. Like we're on month 14. Oh, wow. That we've, that's, that's amazing. That's just U.S. Yeah. And then it took us, you know, we didn't open up globally uh, until this, this summer. Yep. Right, so now we're open globally. Uh, we launched the groups this summer. It was a big uh, move. That's yeah. beta, and that was in beta. Mm -hmm. We're now we've just cleaned up. Now we have a separate group feed, so you have your regular feed and your group feed. We'll be coming out with a with another additional feed. So you have very simple. There'll be three feeds that you have uh, on your platform. You can go check easily with the carousel on what you know the favorite people that you follow. Um, so it should be a very simple place. I think in the long run we'll see. I mean, there's a, the groups. I think do pose a a real opportunity moving forward for people That's because good. they don't realize it yet because you know you know Facebook you know has been popular for so long it's a legacy platform um, but you know we have the ability now you can form a private group if you want right so if you have a just your family right if you want to get just your family yep. to one spot that's private that the whole world can't see you can do that on true social now that's great. That's at one end. And then, of course, at the higher end, we have things like Cook's Lounge, which is one of the most popular groups on Facebook. Uh -huh. I mean, on, um, uh, on, True. on True Social. That's a lot like a Facebook group, but it's for people who like to cook. Mm -hmm. And so and so they that's put pictures fun. up. They put it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, people kind enjoy of building it. Building that community because community is so important. Everything in, yeah. in the last few years is about division. Divide here, divide there. Divide here, divide there. And so if you can Give create a community that people can come together. Give something for people to do other than just the politics and the yes. news that people get so tired of. Yes. You can, we have a lot of really cool groups on there that you can go and scroll. And that feature will get better and better as we go. As that we go is great. You know, yeah. when uh, we spent three years at a ministry school in Northern California, and so our anniversaries, birthdays and stuff, we would go down to like Russian River, Alexander Valley, some of those places are... Yeah. Our uh, son uh, uh, married a gal that's from San Luis Obispo, so yeah. we kind of fell in love with the. Which is real close to here. Yeah, yeah. Go right for, let's go right up into the coastal foothills on your way to the to the Pacific Ocean. Yep. And you run run right into it. Which I think is some of the, the, the I don't know if it's just the, the soil and the, and the wind off the ocean and all this, but it creates some of the best wine in the world uh, yeah. coming from that area. One thing, you know, we used to volunteer, I have a buddy who his family at a small wine production, and I'd help them with harvest and help them with different stages of bottling just because it was fascinating. Uh, but it's funny when you talk to the, the, the farmers and the growers, like in their mind, it's like, we grow incredible grapes. It's up to the winemakers basically not to screw it up. You know, <laughs> then they talk to the winemakers and they're like, well, we do the best we can with whatever they're growing. You know, there's kind of that, yeah. kind of that, kind of that vibe, but it is truly an agricultural product. Yeah. And you've had your, your, your feet and hands in the dirt your whole life. Yeah. So not far from here is where I, where I farmed and my family's still farming here. Uh, I got into the wine business about I don't know, 20 years ago now with a small startup boutique winery. Uh, but then in 2020, I decided, look, I'm going to, I really want to make my own wine yeah. um, under my own label. And so finally in 2021, I was able to actually harvest my own grapes. Uh, and they're Portuguese varietals that are growing over in San Luis Obispo County, which is okay, just wow. the next county over yep. uh, towards the ocean. And it depends on where you're at. So uh, in terms of like the wine quality, uh -huh. um, of course, it always takes a good winemaker, yep. which is which is key and the right equipment. It, it is. It's his marriage of the two. Mm -hmm. it, it, it is. Uh, and so like, for example, you know, you hear Napa Valley. Everybody knows Napa Valley. It's very popular. And look, Napa Valley is just so unique in terms of the, the Bordeaux varietals that they grow there. Yep. I'd say the 
the next area, which is in San Luis Obispo County, that also can grow all the similar varieties. It's slightly different than Napa, um, but the, the key is people are beginning to realize that San Luis Obispo has, County has a lot more to offer than, say, a Napa Valley because Napa Valley is, you know, Cab is king there. Bordeaux mm-hmm. are king. In San Luis Obispo, they're growing everything from Pinot Noirs to uh-huh. the whole spectrum up to Cab. And what I've believed is that the Portuguese varietals, so like like everybody knows Cabernet Sauvignon, it's a Bordeaux varietal from yep. Bordeaux, France. Pinots, Burgundy. Well, I believe Portuguese varietals, so varieties that come from Portugal, grown in the Paso Robles, San Luis Obispo area, will make a world-class wine. Wow. And so, unlike, it's hard for Nap, it's hard to compete with the best of Napa. I'll just say that. You know, it's, it's, it really is hard with those Bordeaux blends. Very difficult. Now, look, I have a Bordeaux blend that I'm making, the, the Patriot that you saw uh-huh. at Broadaddy's. That is from a very special, unique ranch in San Luis Obispo County called okay. Santa Margarita Ranch. I've known the people for a long time. Now, we can produce a very nice cab. Very, very nice. It's the, it's the one that, that you saw over there. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of being able to go up against the best of Napa, it's pretty difficult year in and year out. But there's a, there, is a, there is a buttonness that you know, you're going to pay five or six times wow. you know, for that wine in Napa, for the yep. highest in wine of what you're going to pay for, for, my, for my Bordeaux blend. Now, the Portuguese wines are much different. That, that I'm making, those wines I will put up against any wine anywhere in the world. I mean, no, look, I've only got one vintage out now. It's the 2021, um, but I'm, you know, pretty confident it's a very unique wine that's your different flavor profile yep. than what you're going to see with a Bordeaux. I'm like the Forrest Gump. I remember the remember uh, Bubba Gump shrimp yeah. and oh, baked yeah. shrimp, baked shrimp, fried shrimp. Yeah, shrimp. if you get me going on wine, we'll just I'll talk to you <laughs> well, next hour. So- to listen to it, it, it is fun. And, and again, we, you know, we grew up in the Midwest, a more just like traditional farming. And I didn't know until later in life, like have this appreciation mm-hmm. for this merger of farmers and winemakers that it takes to create that. Yeah. You know, and it is that, that marriage of you, what I, massive respect for both. What I say, I, I joke with people because, you know, people don't probably view me as uh, my family would laugh at this, like, because I'm not an artist, right? Okay. I'm not, like, I'm not an art guy. I'm not, a, you know, not a guy that is into Hollywood or movies or paintings or any of that. So I joke that these Portuguese varietals that I'm growing in in California, these wines I'm making, I say it's my uh, contribution to modern art. There you go. Um, (laughs) I think it is an art. Because I'm the only guy growing and producing these types of wines, you know, anywhere in the world. Yep. Right? I mean, obviously in Portugal they have them. Sure. But in terms of, you know, there's not very many places around the world that are focusing solely on these Portuguese varietals in a different location. Right. And that's that's what I'm doing. And it's really where where, you know, what you say farmers and, and winemakers meet, it's I describe it as it's where science and art meet. Mm. Yeah. It's where science and art meet, right? Because you've got to farm everything right. That's all science. Because it's not like right. making Coca-Cola. You know, that because right. I mean, that's a, that's a factory produced yeah. thing. You have no dependence on nature and, 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 you know, there's a the lot of, fa- there's a the, lot of factors. Yeah. There's a lot out of your control yeah. when it comes to that versus bottling Coke zero or something that's going to be, you know, right. That never changes. Right. Yeah. And that's why it's like, it's a combination of science and art Yeah, yeah. because you're dealing with, with factors that you can't control. Yes. A lot of times yep. the weather, right? Yep. Absolutely. So 
unless you're part of the climate cultists and the global warming, <laughs> yeah, then you exactly. can control the weather. Yeah, yeah. You know, just you, drive, you know, electric car and life will be good. Yeah. That's a joke for all your Exactly. Yes. As, a, as a senator, you put diapers on cows, it'll all be good. Yeah. <laughs> or get rid of them completely. Or just get rid of them. Yeah. yeah. You grow your meat. You so many derailed oh, jokes so I get. I get that. Yeah. As, as a senator, you sat in some of the highest positions on some of the committees and things that you, you were a part of. And then now, I mean, I'm sure it's somewhat high stress running a media company and, and all that. Did, did having, I don't call it your side hustle, but having a, also a foot in that business, was that kind of helpful, keeping you kind of sane in the middle of yeah, all of that it's, stuff? Yeah, because well, it's, it's, you can see a result from yeah. it. You know, it's, I joke that it's, it's my, it's not, well, it's actually not a joke. It's, uh, it's my only hobby. Yeah. Right? I used to kind of like watching sports. But then they went so yeah. woke, I, I basically yeah. stopped watching that, yeah. other than I watched my daughter's soccer games, you know. Um, so it's really my only hobby. I've, I've done it since, well, I went to school in San Luis Obispo. Okay. So you so went to Cal Poly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, so I, I was I, called, it's kind of like, like the K-State, which has a, you know, Kansas, Kansas State, State University is a huge agricultural, yeah. you know, yeah. vocational. Like it's kind of, I was called, it's kind of like the K-State of the West Coast. Yeah. 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 It, it's, a, it's a great ag school. Could you, yeah. the, the, the grooming and horses and veterinary medicine and all yeah. that. And also Fresno State actually does a very good job here, too. They're both very good ag agricultural schools mm -hmm. specifically on, for agriculture. Um, but when I went to school over there, it, well, you have to remember my, so my family grew grapes in this area. Okay. So, you know, but those grapes went for, you know, kind of the box wine. Yeah. Okay. Because it's, it gets hotter over here. So we have trouble making that super high end quality. We yes. can make, we can make a lot of wine really cheap in this area. Okay. Um, but, and I grew up making that type of, of, of wine. Well, okay. we were farmers. We farmed it and we sold it. Uh, we also farmed grapes for raisins. Okay. And a little bit of grapes for that people would eat, you know? Okay. Yep. Uh, but mostly it either went to wine or, or raisins. That's what this region is known for. But then I went to school over at, in San Luis Obispo, not far from here. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think as the crow flies. Like, it's like a couple hours or something? Yeah. I mean, look, to Paso Robles, it's only an hour and a half. Okay. So, and that's a great yeah. town. Yeah. If you've ever been to vacation or gone there, Pismo Beach and all that, they got a, they got a goat that surfs there. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it, it's an it's unbelievable, it's a, it's a great place to visit. Yeah. And there's a lot of microclimates within San yes. Luis Obispo yeah. County. So, you know, people don't realize you'll go, you drive 20 miles and you go through like four different microclimates, yeah. which makes it all different. So the wines are so much, you know, it mm -hmm. makes the wine so much different. Yeah. Our son got married at a, at a vineyard there in Toscadero. Is that what it's called? Yep, the Toscadero. Yep. Uh, you know, just a beautiful area. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I went yeah. to school there when the wine industry was effectively taking off. So you got to remember 1970s. Napa becomes popular. Everybody yep. realizes it. Then people realize, oh, wait, this pastoral San Luis Obispo area, Santa Barbara, mm -hmm. they can grow grapes there, too. And they went there, tried to plant cab only. Mm -hmm. And then so I was there during that time when I was going to school. I used to volunteer at, at, at Republican events, actually. Uh, they'd have them at these wineries, okay. the, the first, the very first wineries that were over there. Um, and then slowly they started planting different groups over there. So I started there in college when those okay. wineries were just starting to take off. Wow. And then now they've just come so far. And look, it really takes, like I joke about my contribution to modern art. I mean, really what I'm doing is, is I'm able to bring people together that know how to really do this. And, you know, you can't do it like my, my winemaker. I mean, I'm the winemaker, but really my, my friend, who's one of the best winemakers, has guided me through the process. So Man. his name is Mike Siner. He has Siner Lavallee Wines. Um, S-I-N-O-R, support him. He, okay. He's got great Pinot Noir. Um, he's one of the best 
winemakers in that region. Where he's actually from here. Okay. Oh, so we wow. know each other. You know, yeah. we've known each other forever. Uh, we have lots of friends in common. Both went to Cal Poly, and we just been we've been friends for so long. Wow. And I've been talking to him about this project for a long time, and he's really wanted to be helpful in the whole project. You know, yeah. so without people like that, you can't. It's cool that you were able to partner up on that. Yeah, that yeah, happen. yeah. It's and then you know having starting with good grapes, you know, good people. It's all about time, place, and people. That's yeah. what wine's about. You know, it's the year, it's yeah. the place that it's grown, yep. the place that it's made, and the people who make it. It's awesome. Yeah. So DevinNunezWines.com, we'll have a link down below. Um, yeah, uh, join the, we have a few spots left in the Founders Club, so that'll be forever. It's a third off. I don't really make any money at that, but it's a way for me to get the wines sure, out in the market. And that's what, that's what we're launching this year. This is our first year to launch, um, and then over the next few years, we'll, we'll try to ramp up the production. That is great. Well, yes. one of the things I always compare, you know, is is between the left and the right is a conservative principle. Again, we're not the flyover Republicans. Flyover conservative principle is pick up a piece of trash you didn't drop. Leave people in places a little better than you found them. And you, you build things. You do things. You build families. You build community. You build buildings. You build businesses. You know, yes. the left kind of just kind of tends to like to just destroy, you know. And I, I, I'm, I'm thankful that you, you, you made your contribution, you know, in the Senate. But everywhere you the go, house, the, house. the house, sorry, everywhere. You I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> house, they're both bad. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere you go, though, you, you're, you're, you're building and you're doing and you're making things and you're leaving this path behind you that a lot of people are watching. And a lot of people are following. And I, I think that's the model of what America is about and what America will be about in the future is, is really you're the face of it to me. Well, well, you're very kind. Well. Look, all you can do every day is, you know, I was, you know, people ask me, you know, I always say, what is it like to, you know, what's a conservative? And I say, look, it's, it's really up to you. But I think in the big picture, it's what are you trying to conserve, right? I've always thought, well, look, you're trying to conserve the, the at least at the political level, the, it's a democratic republic, yeah, right? Yep. And you're trying to keep those values, keep the rights with the states, keep the rights vested in the individual with the person. That's... Fun, that's what it's, that's what you're talking about. I yes, think. I mean, absolutely, in a different way. But um, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's just been look. I've been blessed to to be part of just so many great things, even in re very tough times. Right? I mean, very tough times for this country. But you know, you you get up every day, you put your boots on, you go to work, and. It's nothing that a glass of red wine can't cure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're sure, certainly thankful for it. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you for everything that you're doing with the Truth Fire Family. If you're not a part of Truth Social, make sure you go there. If it's been yeah. a while since you've been there, yeah. go back. Definitely check it out. Yeah, check join out, some of the groups. Yeah, exactly. Check yeah. out DevinNunez.com and DevinNunezWines.com. Join the Founders Club. Thanks again, Devin. We appreciate your time. You guys are great. When you see that the dollar is worth less literally every single month, and for the first time in our life, the 80-year run of the dollar being the supreme thing around the world is going away. This is not going to be artificially propped up much longer because it's not respected around the world. And so some of our friends may think we're crazy. We talk about silver right now, buying silver, buying silver, buying silver. And they're like, what are you talking about? Why not the stock market? What is your problem? What are you thinking? It's kind of like that 2008, 2009 time period. It's like, I think in a very yep. short period of time, there's going to be a lot of people that wished they would have bought silver. I know that Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott is the number one best person to trust and to take care of you 
in this situation. That is exactly right. If you want to set up a free consultation with Dr. Kirk Elliott, you just go to flyovergold.com. When you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place you can fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you, help answer questions for you. It's a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You will be glad you did. Hey, Flyover family. We have a brand new sponsor for the Flyover Conservative Show, Heaven's Harvest. So exciting. We've been really excited about this partnership because for about two years now, our level of awareness has increased on things that can go wrong in the world. Not just the the big major stuff, but ice storms in Texas and things that, you know, you don't plan on. And I guess a level of personal responsibility of like, hey, we have people that we care for that depend on us. And so we've been tiptoeing into it, but it's overwhelming. It's like, what do I do next? And so we've made little steps in that process, but we've been asking everyone we know, everyone we respect in this space. Hey, who's a good supplier of things? Who has food? Who has food that you would actually eat if you if you had to that without eating styrofoam that you'd be gagging down if you lost a bet. You know, like like real actual food that if you put it away for storage that when it came time to do it would be palatable. As well as as heirloom seeds. You know, a lot of the seeds nowadays you plant them they're not, they're not, you can't reproduce with them. You know, they're, they've been uh, genetically modified and, and really messed up. So we've been asking people, we, we, yep. we, we really respect. Somebody we get a lot of advice from personally, we've made a lot of small moves in our life from is Seth Holhouse with Man in America. And, and uh, we kind of went off of his lead as well as some others. And so we are super excited about this partnership because they're willing to give a massive discount to the Flyover family. That's exactly right. When you go to heavensharvest.com and you use promo code flyover, you get 10% off. What a great deal. We are so thankful and excited about this partnership. All right, Flyover family, I've got a quick little blessing for you to get the inside uh, uh, access to somebody that not is in the news or talks about the news or comments on the news, but somebody that's found himself in a place of actually making the news on a regular basis, Mr. Patrick Byrne. Thank you, Patrick, for joining us. We really appreciate oh. it. Stacey, Dave, it's always an honor to be on. It, 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 it's crazy times for people to follow your life and your your, your story wow. in, in, in tech and your understanding of blockchain and all of these things, you know, you know, for, for years, it's, it's, it's interesting to be this. We got a, you know, guy like Mike Lindell, pillow entrepreneur, and all of a sudden he's now in elections. You got Clay Clark who's, you know, interviewing the Anthony Robbins and the business people. And all of a sudden, you know, never talking about God or politics. And now he's annoyingly, all he talks about is God and politics. You know, you have all these repurposing of skill sets, but more than anybody in the world, you, you have had this life of politics and high level education and the cocktail party circuit and, and building businesses and like, it's all kind of coming international, together. international stuff. Yeah. stuff. Like you've, you've really kind of are in an interesting place. It reads better than it played. <laughs> As I say in theater, it reads better than it played, but yeah, I've been lucky. Uh, which is, it's just an interesting thing for, for where you are in this moment, your, your skill sets to be able to understand the complexities of the world we're in politically, socially, governmentally, your for people that have not followed a lot of your work, like probably your best thing is understanding like Greek philosophy and, and everything that's led to this. So it's it's just a very unique mind. It's it's funny. I want no one has said that to me, but sometimes I uh, I don't pat myself on the back. But I wonder about that. Like it does seem like like my life, which had all these unconnected pieces to it, disconnected pieces, suddenly. They've all come together yeah. in the last three years. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit like somebody that accidentally happened to live in Boulder, Colorado, and trains all the time, and then 
all of a sudden, wow, that ended up being a huge advantage for me, you know, right. training at high altitude. It's like, you know, it, it, it wasn't something they intended. It just sort of serendipitously happened. But you have dozens of those uh, like a, things. Maybe and somebody had a plan. Yeah, yeah, I it, think so. Every could, time I get off, there's like a hand. That comes <laughs> like, are you going this way, Patrick? It could be. I also encourage, you know, flyover listeners. If, if your life gets boring, you have a dull afternoon, you think there's nothing going on, there's a website called Deep Capture. And uh, and I would suggest that. And then, then at Patrick Byrne on Twitter, because there's a flow of things that are coming out that are like, you know, you're on Twitter and you're, I'm like, whoa, hang on, back up. What was that? Because it just kind of like, you almost get whiplash. Is that real? And there's, there's, there's things coming out and that, that you are sort of, you know, trickling out to the world. And that's where you need to be tuned in right now. Well, I just hit the, uh, the world with the Jack Smith thing this yes. week. I've been working on that for months over in Europe. It's funny because I was over in Europe and Twitter, I was showing that for months and people, some, my opponents were saying, are you, ch- you're, are you running? You're running, you're fleeing. And I would answer, I'm not fleeing, I'm chasing. Yes. I know, well, I don't, I revealed this week what I, what, what I was chasing. And yeah. you said that on your Twitter and that's one thing that caught my eyes. I'm like, Ooh, he is truly, you, you, you're, you're, you're not the hunted. You're the hunter, right? Yeah. you know, in this, I'm like, that was a, that was a gangster phrase. <laughs> you know, We'll have to do a show on the whole Jack Smith. Thing, yes. So. That would be really good. We would because really there's a lot of do documents. That. There's a lot of receipts. There's a lot of accusations that are backed up with, with, it's not what you think. You talk about what you know, and yep. you've got the receipts to back it up. So deepcapture.com is a resource for people. But I would love to break that down and have you shift into your like professor mode and uh, like a professor looking at PowerPoints and break down those documents and decentralize those documents and get them into the hands of our listeners. I'd love that. I'd love that. And then before we let you go, can you give just um, maybe a little teaser, maybe a light little 90-second thing of maybe we're, what the audience should know? Anybody's like discouraged out there, there's nothing happening, yeah. and we're gonna, all going to be ruled by Crosswalk. Well, we, we got them beat, unless they start a nuclear war or something. We haven't beat. What's happened is Jack Smith, I got three things to say about Jack Smith. Before okay. he was doing what he's doing now, he was the American prosecutor in the International Criminal Court in The Hague. What he was doing there was blackmailing people in Eastern Europe. He was sending henchmen to see them and say, we know that in 1997, you killed two people in a village in Kosovo. You put $400,000 in a briefcase, send it to, I'll take it to Jack Smith, and you're indi- and otherwise you'll be indicted. But if you will, all your troubles go away. And it was anywhere from 400 grand to $9 million and we, per, wow. per blackmail. And we know this. We have a parcel of whistleblowers. Four of them have given superb affidavits that have been filed as part of this whistleblower complaint written by a 35-year federal agent named John Moynihan. So we have them dead to rights on that. But what's equally interesting is it turns out these whistleblowers 18 months ago, this is point two of three, turned this over to the DOJ. And they thought they were talking to a DOJ internal affairs guy. And they turned this all over in a 90-minute Zoom call. The DOJ buried it. That guy they were talking to turns out to be Jack Smith's number two. So they were blowing the whistle to the DOJ about you've got this corrupt guy over here. And they had him doing it to Jack Smith's own guy, which which, <laughs> which leads us to now those two. And we know that because they they against DOJ instructions, they 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 taped the Zoom call. And it's a dynamite Zoom call. The transcript of it is in that whistleblower complaint. And that leads to point number three, which we can only infer. I don't know for certain, but it looks like Jack Smith was called home 18 months ago. And probably Merrick Garland or Lisa Monaco said, you son of a gun, we know what you were doing. We're going to put you away for 30 years unless you bring an indictment against Donald Trump. 
And that would explain why Jack Smith has brought this cockamamie indictment. Yeah, that says it is. It doesn't make sense. You know, normally like a Rico case is one gangster says to another, hey, Tony, I need you to wipe out Luigi for me. And that cooperation is what makes it not just a simple murder, but a a racket, a Rico, a mafia. In Jack Smith's case, he's saying Donald Trump asked Mark Meadows for someone's phone number and Mark Meadows gave him some phone. That cooperation is what establishes that this was Rico. It's lunatic from a legal point of view. He's being blackmailed to do it. I think Merrick Garland told him, we don't care how crazy the case, you bring it. We just need to tie up Donald Trump during this whole election season. Well, and it seems that way, and it's in, in an odd kind of way. It's nothing but increase Trump's popularity, yeah. not just in his base, but in, in some minority groups that are like, he's being railroaded by the government. I got, you know, I don't like it. It's like, it's kind of helped that. And uh, it's getting people to look at some of these cases. When you have the case like a... Was it Mar-a-Lago is only worth $18 million or something? You're like, I would find $18 million to buy Mar-a-Lago for $18 million. So so these cases, they kind of look ludicrous on their face. Right. And th- there's some nefariousness, even what yeah. brought it to the table. So it's very interesting. So let's do a, we'll do a 20 minute podcast someday and we'll walk someday this week. If you want, we'll walk through that whistleblower complaint. That would be deep amazing. dive. Okay. Deepcapture.com as well as you guys got to follow at Patrick Byrne on, on X. You want to stay tuned there. Like literally put it in your, your favorites with alerts because you never know at any given moment uh, he's dropping another bomb. Patrick, thank you for stopping by. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you both, David. Hey, guys. Frank Cox here. I'm here with my buddy Kyle from over there at Ozark Valley Wagyu Beef Beef Company. We're going to cook up some Wagyu beef burgers today on the San Maria Grill using this flat top. Can you put too much cheese on a burger? Take your time. We're not trying to push through it. Alright guys, I get to take a bite now. Check it out. Here we go. Anyway, bozarkwagu.com. Hey, Flyover family, backstage the Reawaken America event. This has been an amazing event. So many incredible speakers, but we have a treat for you. Someone that maybe you've never seen before that truly we were blown away with. In fact, it was so good. We heard about her. We had to go out in the audience and watch her before we actually had her on the show today. General Flynn gave quite the buildup. He did. And the speech was so good that we're actually going to put it at the end of this so you have the opportunity to see it. Welcome to the show. Hannah Faulkner. Thank Welcome, you so Hannah. much. Yay. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Uh, you, you, did, you did an incredible job. You know, General Flynn, you know, built you up. And I'll, I'll be honest, uh, first time I hear, heard you speak. And, you know, you're, you're, you're a little leery because it's like, okay, it's easy for somebody at your age to have heard a lot of things or you've uh, seen a lot of posters and some quotes and this and that. And, and can yeah. repeat what and, you've and you heard. Can, and you can repeat what you've heard. Yeah. But the thing that's kind of my, my litmus test is like, is, is where is this coming from? And it was so obvious. And people will see this and they watch the clip after. You have taken in content and you can tell you've digested it and, and, and processed it in private. And you own this data and then you're sharing it. It's not a repeat what you've heard. You you have deep roots with the things that you're talking about. I gotta ask, where did that begin yeah. and, and how did this refining process 
take place. Yeah, well, I mean, even, you know, you guys are playing this speech. Even in the speech, I really talk about the family. And so I believe, you know, I'm very grateful. I have great parents that have just raised my siblings and I up at home where we're talking about these issues. But yes. they're not just telling us the what, they're telling us the why. Yeah. And encouraging us to think for ourselves, to research these things, to research statistics, so that yeah. we can be able to defend what we believe in. Because I, I believe that's a problem with not just my generation, but every single generation yes. right now. Um, is they nobody knows how to think for themselves. You know, yep. you go to the college campuses, you even go to churches, and you say, well, why do you believe abortion is murder? Why do you believe we should close our border? You know, why do you believe Jesus is coming back? And they can't defend it. They don't know how to defend it. And I believe that's a, a big problem with our society, especially for conservatives. Yes. Because even the left, I mean, they, they'll make up all of these ideas on how to defend their position, but yep. the right can't combat it because they don't have any facts. They, they don't know how to think for themselves. So... Um, yeah, no, I'm very grateful for my parents. Um, I, I Again, I do believe that's the forefront of our country right now is the yes. family unit because if you do not have a strong family, um, you do not have a strong society, and that's the communist school. They fear strong, structured yep. families yep. because they can't control them. If so, it wasn't so important, it wouldn't be under so much attack. That's yeah, right. it's true. So were you homeschooled? Did you, did you attend a private school, public school? What did your education look like? Yeah, so I went to kindergarten, and I, they weren't too big of fans of me, actually. I brought church <laughs> cards. So my dad was a pastor for nine years, and okay. I brought church cards inviting the students to, tr- to my church and they were like no you can't bring those in like that's the, you know that's against the rules and my dad was like wait a second so you can bring in a you know a, an invitation to a mosque an islamic mosque but not a you know a christian church uh, like that's a hypocrisy right yeah. but my two favorite teachers were pe and um i think it was art and both of those teachers were homosexuals so they were already pushing the rainbow cult as i like to call it you know 10 years ago 11 years ago um, in the educational system. And so my dad quickly pulled me out. They homeschooled me. I've been homeschooled, you know, for the past uh, 11 years. It's a huge advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Because here's the thing. Everybody homeschools. Mm-hmm. They just don't realize that they do. You know, right. when you get home from those seven hours of in public education, now you come home and you do two to three more hours. So you can either be smart and homeschool your kids and only right. do it for three hours a day, or you can do it 10 hours a day. That is so, exactly what right. What would you say your parents have, have done right? If you were, if, like, in your, yeah. your experience... You know, what would you say was the thing that they did intentionally yeah. to 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 cultivate cultivate this mindset of not just influencing you, but but to get it where where you own this information. I think really telling us that you have to make the decision to do these things. You know, we can tell you all of this stuff, but you have to make the conscious decision to live a godly lifestyle, to wait until you're married. All of these different basic principles, we can tell you all these things, but you have to choose. You have to take responsibility, personal responsibility, and choose that lifestyle for yourself. And so, you know, I mean, that's, you know, what's happening in our society right now is nobody wants to take personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. Look at student loan debt. You know, they want everybody to pay for it because they don't want to take responsibility. So, um, yeah, no, I really believe that my parents have really just instilled intrinsic motivation Mm -hmm. into my siblings. I have three siblings and I'm the oldest. And so they've just instilled intrinsic motivation, but also instilled on this idea of personal responsibility and being able to think for yourself, do your own research on these issues, you know, yeah. we can tell you all this stuff. But again, if you cannot defend what you're fighting for, then what does that mean? So, right. And you've started a show on Rumble, the Hannah Faulkner show. What is your goal with that? And what is, what is your target audience? What are you looking for in an audience and what are you hoping to accomplish? Well, of course, I, of course, want to, you know, raise up my generation. I want to encourage my generation to take a stand. But I also want to encourage your generation Mm -hmm. because your generation Mm -hmm. is, you know, the beacon. You know, you guys are the parents. And so I can't get the, you know, the Gen Zers involved until I get the parents. And so I hope that parents will be encouraged to educate their children, to talk with their kids, to have a relationship with their children, um, to connect with them. And so, but also, of course, you know, uh, igniting my generation to speak the truth also. But um, really, actually, we've had a few episodes already. Um, we had Josh Alexander. I'm sure you guys are familiar with yeah, him. Yeah. He's been arrested three times in <laughs> Canada, but really just sharing yeah. stories so people will understand actually what's happening in our country, but not just our country, what's happening in the world. 
um, because it's affecting us all. So definitely. Uh, how uh, often do you have your show? I'm sorry. No, I just want to make sure yeah. I get that um, out of the Wednesday audience. Wednesday and Saturday. So I will okay. be on LFA pretty soon uh, within the next couple weeks. But um, Wednesday at 2 p.m. and then Saturday at 4 p.m. CST. Okay. Perfect. So. And it's on Rumble. So the yes. Hannah Faulkner show on Rumble. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Besides your parents, what would you say are your biggest influences that, that you've had in the way you think? People that like really pushed you to understand things in a better way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, really just my, like my parents, my parents, friends, you know, who they've surrounded me around. Um, but I would say you really emerging myself in the word of God too, you know, not just a person, but, uh, reading the word of God being, you know, how can a young man keep his way pure by taking heed according to his word? And so if we want to, you know, live a life of holiness and of purity, then we have to be in the word of God. So I don't know if I would choose a specific person. Of course, there are so many inspiring, encouraging uh, speakers, you know, even just hearing from some of them today. Sure. Um, but right. for sure, my parents and really just, you know, the word of God and, and the Lord. It's a who's, great foundation. Who's probably, right there. That's right. Who's probably the, the, the best, your mom or your dad? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm not going to watch this. Listen, they both have such a specific piece, and that's why you need both. You yeah, know? I think dads. Right. I'm pulling for dads yeah. out there. I've never met either of them. I'm like your dad. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big well, dad well, we fan. We did have the opportunity to meet your dad, and he actually yes. uh, gave us some shirts that we could share on the show today, which I'm excited to okay. talk about. So let's talk about your website first, and then let's talk yes. about the shirts Very you designed. clever. Very clever yes, merch. exactly. So it's cultureof1776.com. Yes. So cultureof1776.com. Let's talk about your shirt. Okay. So I'm going to try to hold this one up first. See, yeah, see what you can do here. So tell us about yes, your shirt feminine, here. not feminist. So Love it. I... Something I'm very passionate about talking about is the feminist movement because I do believe that's the greatest threat to the nuclear family and women have been lied to. You know, we were Betty Friedman, one of the leaders of the feminist movement, said that um, feminism was to give women happiness and personal satisfaction. And now we're seeing that that's not true at all. You know, women are the most unhappy and unfulfilled than any other generation. So. That's why I created that one, and then this one is the... Uh, one thing, comment on that, you know, one of the phrases I say a lot, and I just my observation, is the further left people are, and the majority yep. of the Democratic Party is, is typically made up of, of really angry women and weak yep. men. And I don't know which creates... Which you talked about soy yeah, boy on the yeah, stage. That what, was really good, by the way. Kind of gets that, but you, you see that, because, mm-hmm. because women blossom and bloom, yep. and it's like a great thing when they're with a man yep. that'll stand with them and in front of them and protect them and yeah. serve them. And when they kind of don't even allow that or they uh, criticize men for being men, then they end up being just kind of angry, like, almost like a yeah. like a cat left in the yard being rained on. That's right. You know, it's, I don't need to be in a house and you're out there being rained on. It's like, eh, you're not a very happy cat either. Yeah. Well, I saw this. I, I don't know the exact statistic, but it was showing that when men, uh, when women become very control, when men, when men become weak, women in return become very decisive and controlling uh-huh. and unhappy because that's just their nature. Still the void. Still in the yeah, void. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And so um, I believe that's because we've abandoned our God-ordained roles as men and women. I mean, if you look at the Garden of Eden, who did God call for? He called for Adam. Yep. Why? Because he's the leader. He's the protector. He wasn't guarding. He dropped the ball. That's right. Absolutely. So, um, no, that's why I made this shirt up because I just, it's just crazy to me the amount of even conservatives that confuse women's voting rights to the feminist movement. That's the women's suffrage movement. The feminist movement is totally different from the women's suffrage movement. And so, um, yes, that they was, are woven together as right. one. Yes. And if you criticize one, it's almost like it's treated as if you're criticizing the other. Yeah. And it's not. No, it's not at all. Point. Not at all. Okay, so let's talk about your second T-shirt. All right. Thank a straight person today. for. So this one was actually my dad's idea. It's so he's funny. Like, I would wear this one. And I yeah, was like, okay. And he was actually. And he's wearing it yeah, right sure. now. 
I love it. Thank a street person for because you know they're always like pride, and um, so I was like, you know, let's do it. And the next one I want to do Genesis one twenty eight because everything about the pride movement, the rainbow cult, is defying Genesis one twenty eight. Mm-hmm. You know, go ye therefore and multiply. That's in mm-hmm. defiance of God's commandment yep. to us. And so, yep, we have that one, and we have some other ones. It's the No Beta Boys that talks about that on yep. stage. Make men masculine again. I so, love that. I love that. Yeah. And they get that at, at culturesof1776.com. Yes, ma'am. Culture of That's right. Perfect. Those are amazing. And, and you got other things as well. It's cool. Yeah, you're, you're, you'll see this clip as it follows, but your your little brother was coming out, tossing, tossing merch in the merch. crowd. You guys seem like 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 a real team. We are. We I have great siblings. And I will say, you know, we do have fun. My brother races stock cars. He actually just won the All-American 400 wow. in Nashville. And so I actually used to race motocross and stock cars also. So we do a lot of things. We're a very dynamic family. Well, when you homeschool, it. it's That's amazing right. how much you more time. time you have. That's right. You know, we yeah. did it with our kids when we lived in Mexico. We did it when we were on the road traveling with music. And like, you're done with school like noon. Yeah. And you're crushing it. And then it's like you have all this extra time to like pursue yeah. right. other things. It's been phenomenal. And to get to that your whole life, that's a major advantage. It is. So Flyover family, again, go to cultureof1776.com. Make sure you get some merchandise to support Hannah. And also go to Rumble. Follow her. Make sure you follow her. Check out her videos. Like them. Follow her on Rumble. Rumble the Hannah Faulkner Show on Rumble. And check this clip out. You're going to love it. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, General Flint, can you help me co- co-introduce this next person here? General Flint, can I get you up here? James, we get General Flint here? I need General Flint to come up here. Because General Flint, uh, he... Uh, helped, I don't know, co-discover this next young person. Her name is Hannah Faulkner, and she is a, a, a she's a 16-year-old college sophomore. Maybe she's a 17-year-old college junior. I don't know. She's like Have any of you heard of Hannah Faulkner? To me, she this is probably going to be your highlight of this of these last two days. Okay, wait till you hear this young lady, the confidence, the power, and the future. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, any further ado, Hannah Faulkner. Prepare for your brain to explode. Man, well, how are all my American-loving, Jesus-loving patriots doing today? Man, well, since we're in the land of communists, I think it's time that we trigger some liberals tonight. All right, on the count of three, I want you all to chant USA as loud as you possibly can. Can you guys do that? All right, you ready? One, two, three. USA, USA. Man, well, I don't know about you all, but it feels good to live in the greatest country, the United States of America, land of the free, home of the brave. In 1967, Ronald Reagan gave his inaugural address, and in his address, he said something so profound that we should never forget. And he said, perhaps you and I have lived too long with this miracle to properly be appreciative. Freedom is a fragile thing, and it's never more than one generation away from extinction. It isn't passed down through the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on to the next generation to do the same. And those in world history who have known freedom and then lost it have never known it again. So I just want to thank each and every one of you for coming out today, for being willing to fight for this great country and our God-given freedoms. 
Now, before we get into anything, I just want to thank the patriot and fighter of Washington, D.C., the juggernaut who would not back down on the rhino, Kevin McCarthy, Congressman Matt Gates. Well, for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Hannah Faulkner, and my pronouns are God-fearing, gun-toting, MAGA-supporting patriot. Now, how many of you in this room have been deemed as a right-wing extremist? I know I have. And every time someone calls me extreme, I always respond with, sure, call me an extremist for believing men cannot become women and shouldn't be entering women-only spaces. Call me an extremist for saying children shouldn't make stark decisions like cutting off their healthy breasts and genitals. Call me an extremist for saying that forcing me to wear a mask and take a vaccine against my will is communism. But what's actually extreme is that you believe that grown men should be allowed in women's bathrooms. What's actually extreme is that you encourage children that don't feel like they were born in the right body to cut off their healthy breasts and genitals. What's actually extreme is denying the science in plain common sense. They are the real extremists. Now, I know we're in the commune land of California, but I hear there might be a few freedom-loving Trump supporters in the house tonight. Well, man, I am beyond thankful for Donald J. Trump and his dedication to our country. Under Donald Trump, America was at peace. Israel was at peace. There was peace under Donald J. Trump. But not only that, Donald Trump is the president who relocated the Israeli embassy back to where it belongs. As most of you all know, on October 7th of this year, the terrorist group Hamas, which is largely funded by Iran, attacked Israel. But a month prior to that, on the anniversary of 9-11, the Biden administration sent $6 billion to Iran. The Biden administration literally funded the war and Israel. Let me say that again. The Democratic Party funded a terrorist group. It's no longer Democrats versus Republicans. It's Republicans versus, Democrat versus communists that want to destroy everything our country was founded upon. Now, I have two questions. Why hasn't Joe Biden... Joe Biden been indicted for breaking the law by having classified documents as vice president while Donald Trump is being arrested for legally having classified documents? Now I have another question. Most of you probably saw what happened with Mr. Dick Durbin this week or last week. Why, Mr. Durbin, would you not want to expose the Epstein travel logs? Why would you not want to expose evil and corruption? Is it because you, Mr. Durbin, are in fact evil and corrupt? Well, as most of you know, as soon as Joe Biden became president, he destroyed our economic independence, fired over 50,000 people, and created mass chaos in our world. Since Joe Biden has been president, approximately 10 million illegal immigrants have come across our border. The Mexican cartel is killing approximately 300 Americans per day. Last week, I just saw the U.S. House Committee say that the O'Bidens open border, and yes, I just said O'Biden, because we know who's running the White House. 
But the O'Biden's open border is costing American taxpayers $451 billion to house and care for the illegal aliens coming across our border. So not only do we need to impeach Mayorkas, but we the people need a president that will put America first, secure our border, and protect the American people. Under no other president did nearly every single world leader fear them. Why? Because Donald Trump means business, and he does exactly what he says he will do. Donald Trump is the only candidate on the ballot with a proven track record of taking action. When Soleimani threatened the lives of the American people, he was eliminated within 24 hours. There were no threats, no red line talk, just action. I don't know about you all, but I think it's time that we bring back mean tweets and low gas prices. Now, I don't mean to be all gloom and doom tonight, uh, but the reality of Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, winning by cheating, mm -hmm, that's right, becoming the Democratic nominee for the 24, 24 presidential election, but winning, and when I say winning, we know that they would cheat, but cheating the election by millions of votes is scary. We just saw Joe Biden hint at this a couple weeks ago. This is why election integrity is so important. We must secure our elections, get back to paper ballots, and get rid of mail-in voting. Otherwise, we will continue to see the communist Democrats cheat election after election, because right now we think our country's in bad shape, and let me tell you it is, but it is nothing compared to the way the communist Gavin Newsom will run if he wins through election fraud. Now, how many of you saw the UN, the United Nations, call on Americans to reduce their meat consumption because of climate change? Which, of course, is a total joke because we already know that climate change exists. It's called spring, summer, fall, and winter. But this is what the communist Democrats do. They drive fear into the hearts of people so that we'll do anything they tell us to do. This is exactly what they did in 2020 with the COVID virus, telling us to put on our masks and take a vaccine so we don't die from the virus itself. It's all evil, it's Marxist, and it's all about control. So keep eating the meat because I tell you all right now, if we don't, we're gonna be eating bugs and lab-grown meat. But as you all know, there are so many issues facing our country. We've talked about a lot of them already. Uh, but the greatest issue that I believe facing our country today is the brokenness of the nuclear family between one man and one woman. The fastest way to destroy a nation is by breaking down that which makes a nation, a strong nuclear family. When you have a society and the large majority of those families in that society are broken, that's when you start to see other issues arise. And so the reason why our American border is wide open, it's because we have clowns running the show. But how did the clowns become leaders of our country? How did we get to the point where we have evil, immoral people running our country? Well, I believe it's by emasculating men, creating weak, spineless men, and breaking down the family. How do you break down the family? By pitting men and women against one another. Men and women are not equal. Of course we are equal in value and dignity, but everything about us is different. Men are by large stronger, faster, and just bigger than women. And because we haven't followed the science, 
that men cannot become women. Now we are seeing not only mentally ill men strip women of their innocence and dignity, but physically harming women. Just a couple weeks ago, a young girl playing on a lacrosse team had her teeth knocked out from a male player posing as a woman. One of my personal friends, Peyton McNabb, has partial paralysis on her right side to this day, a year and a half, getting kicked in the face or hit in the face with a volleyball from a male player posing as a woman. All because we denied the science and wanted to please a person's feelings. We are literally bowing. The United States of America is literally bowing to the mentally insane. But here's the thing, though. We have to start calling things for what they are. I am not cisgender. I am a female with XX chromosomes. We have to stop using their make-believe terms because when we do, it muddies the water between fantasy and reality. But for those of you with common sense, like you all and myself, we wonder how in this world did we get to a point in society where these things are happening? Well, number one, I believe it's because we've rejected God. We've rejected God from every single institution in our society. But we've also broken down the family, just like I said earlier. And I believe that the feminist movement has been the greatest threat to the breakdown of the family. Even Nicholas Rockefeller said that the fastest way to enslave humanity was through feminism. So you take both parents out of the home, where do your kids go? Well, they go to a state-sponsored school so that the government can indoctrinate and teach your kids how to think rather than you, the parent. But because we have abandoned our God-ordained roles as men and women, now we are seeing statistics show that women are the most unhappy and unfulfilled than any other generation. I just saw a statistic the other day that showed by 2030, if we continue the path we're on, 45% of women ages 25 to 44 will be unmarried and childless. And let me tell you, this has been the agenda all along. This has been the Marxist agenda, but above all else, this has been Satan's agenda. Collapse the family to control society. But what do we need to do? Well, number one, our country needs Jesus. We need a revival in the United States of America. But we also need to start electing leaders that will vote with biblical values, that will vote with their biblical conviction, because if we don't, we're going to continue to see these rhinos destroy our country. Now, before I close, I just want to say that if you've ever heard any of my speeches, you know I don't like weak men, which I like to call beta soy boys. Because, listen, as a 16-year-old, I can wholeheartedly tell all of you today that no woman wants a weak soy boy. Women want masculine men that will protect and provide for them. I don't know if you all saw the recent videos that went viral from liberal women stating that they can't find any liberal masculine men, that all the masculine men they find are just misogynistic, conservative men, which just proves the point that no woman wants a beta soy boy. Women want men that will get their hands dirty, that will protect, lead, and provide for them. So I decided to start stop complaining, and I started Culture of 1776. I don't know if it's on the screen right now, uh, but we have some merch here. My siblings are back there selling it. We've got one that says, no beta boys on it. We've got one that says, make men masculine again. Several different things. I've got my brother. Is he going to come up? Hey, James. James, uh, he's going to throw some hats out. He's, we've got some hats for you guys. We've got some My Pronouns are USA hats. We've got some free hats. And you guys can go back there and get your own. All right, go ahead and throw them out there, buddy. This is my 11-year-old brother. Give him a hand. <laughs> there you go. Throw it out. 
<laughs> oh, she's throwing you something. All right, well, if you guys would like to support me as I travel the country speaking to both those that hate me and those that love me, um, you can go back there, support cultureof1776.com. And I also just launched the Hannah Faulkner show on Rumble, so you can go and check that out. But again, thank you all so much for coming out. I want to leave you all with one last quote from G.K. Chesterton that says, Tolerance is the virtue of a man with no conviction. So keep fighting, never give an inch, never give up. Again, thank you all so much for coming out today. God bless you all, God bless Israel, and God bless the United States of America. Okay, get him out of here, come on. And I, you know, we, we, you come in contact with like, incredibly gifted, special people, and uh, just Hannah's just one of those people, and, and you can see, I mean, a 16-year-old child, right? 16 years old, unbelievable, and what I wanted to do is I just want to introduce their whole family, which I've met before, but uh, Dad Trey, Mom Kristen, raise your hands here, Ma, Ma looks like the kids, and then uh, Hannah's other brothers and sisters here, Sarah, Raise your hand, Sarah. Sarah's beautiful, beautiful, gifted child. We got uh, James. James is the one with the, with the good arm. And Izzy. This, this country was built on the foundation of a strong family unit. Okay? And, and that is one of the places that when we talk about, you know, what's under assault, it's been under assault for 50 years. So this is a great example of a, just a great American family who has taken trials, tribulations, and tragedies and turned them into something that is much greater than, than probably, you know, the mom and dad even imagined. And this is really what it's about. It's about making sure that we present to you, to those people that we're live streaming to, it's like whatever it is, two million now, that this is what, it, this is what America is all about. And it's people like Hannah, you know, because you see these gifted children and they do all these amazing things and they never hear anything about it. This is a gal. This is a family that you are going to hear a lot more about. So God bless them. Thank you so much. Okay. One more time. Let's hear for Hannah Faulkner. Hey, Flyover family, we're backstage at the Reawaken America event, second day, and I am so excited you all have heard me on the Prophetic Report talk about these incredible soaps from Fern Valley Soap and Sandra Fry, and we have Sandra Fry with us today. Yay! Welcome, Sandra. Thank you. It's fun to be here. It was, it was great meeting you. We met you at an event and just kind of fell in love with the story of your family and the way you do all these things. Your product is made with excellence, and we have a standard with our audience. We, 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 try, to, we try to get rid of listeners that don't use soap, <laughs> you know, like, like we, we, we're not picky on who yep. you are and demographics, but we just, we're focused on that section of America that, that uses soap regularly. And so it's a good, it's just a, a good, great fit for that. Yes. <laughs> so I'm excited because at this event, you've actually put soap in the bathroom and people have been coming up to you and saying, thank you for the legitimate soap in the bathroom. Yes. It's fun. And the customers are loving it. And we're loving it. And so, so you've met people from all over the state and all over the country this weekend. Yes, we have all over. It's exciting. It's all about your, the, the family aspect. You know, there's everybody in our company is all related. And that's kind of how we started because 
basically all we could afford to pay was with hugs. Yeah. And so that's kind of how we began the, the flyover podcast. You have three generations working together with the goats and actually you have real farms and you really are the real deal. That's right. We um, have our own goats. We're three generations every day in the business. And I'm grandma. And uh, I do bookkeeping in office. My daughter makes the soap. She's the one with all the talent. And then her son is full-time in the business now. And he takes care of the, the goat herd as well as product, helps us with production. And one of her older daughters is working after school with us now. So wow. Every day, three generations. That's amazing. Okay, so we have some gift boxes here. I love the gift boxes, by the way. And you were running specials through Christmas, which is great. But we also have other holidays that are coming up. So obviously, we got Valentine's Day. I bet these sell well at Valentine's. They do. We offer them year-round. We do Valentine's Day, Father's Day. Mother's Day is always a big one for us. Yep. Um, we send them out for new moms, get well gifts to hospitals. Um, we've got oh, new sets of What a great idea if somebody moms. had a baby. That's a great yeah. gift. Yes. Because for the new mom. Exactly. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, because there, there's probably not 10 people thinking of that. So it's kind of a unique, yeah. you know, thing. Um, talk about, this was kind of what led us in when we oh, first, yes. first met you. Um, my favorite product. Talk about the, the name, um, uh, Humboldt Hands, you know, of, of why that. And then what really, this is kind of the, the where's the really rough one? That's that, it. Yeah, that, that puts you on the map. That's sort this of your, your this is flagship. Our flagship. Yeah. This um, soap was the first one that we... Um, really did that took off across the country. It's an aggressive hand cleaner. It takes off diesel grease, epoxy tree sap, plant resins. Jewelry makers like it. Um, hairstylists use it to take off the resin when they do hair extensions. Yeah. If you work with your hands, this is the soap for you. And we actually had our neighbor try it, Chris. And Chris does a lot of yard work. And he had sap on his hands. And he had the um, from mulch, like uh, like a stain. From the mulch, he used it and it immediately came off. So he was like, this stuff is incredible because he has a hard time getting off the sap and the, the color, you know, from the mulch. Yeah. So it's a great product. It's all natural. It's goat's milk, coconut, almond, olive oil, shea butter, ground walnut shell. There's no chemicals in there. There's nothing in there that you can't pronounce. I love That's it. That's a great way to say that. Yep. Stacey even travels with it. She puts it in a Ziploc. We go to hotels and everything. And it, it's a little funny getting used to because of the walnut. You know, feel it's kind of like it's kind of it's great. And then you're like, oh, it kind of feels good. It exfoliates, but it is an incredible product. Yes, it, you, you you don't have to use it on your hands. Let's put that. You can use it anywhere you would like, and you can <laughs> yes. use your imagination. Actually, um, the dermatologists in our area recommend it. Oh, interesting. Now, yeah. tell us about that. Um, I laughed. I had the hardware store call me saying, we've got prescriptions to fill and no soap. Can you bring us more soap? And they actually write prescriptions, send them to our local hardware stores to get the anything with the Humboldt hands or the Humboldt scrub with the ground walnut shell. Wow. So they recommend it for all kinds of skin conditions. And as you get older, you get this kind of rough, goosey skin the old people get. They send it in for that. Yeah. It's a great soap. That is so interesting. And then I love the gift sets because your boxes are very unique. I just ordered a new one. Um, I can't remember the exact saying on it. Something about God. But I just thought it was so cool because when they come, they're absolutely beautiful. Thank you. But That's I ordered it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, Merry Christmas Day. We, we, we sent it to some friends in Wisconsin, and then they sent it. They're like, it looks so nice. I almost don't want to open it because it, the packaging is so first class. So it kind of checks all the boxes at once. It's almost like sending somebody flowers you know, in a way, but actually really useful for a longer period of time. Very practical gift. That's exactly so, right. Anyway, you, you check all the boxes for us. We love your family. We love the multi-generation working together. We love that you love America. That you love Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. That, you, that you love God. Your fulfillment, you ship things immediately. You kind of under-promise, over-deliver. In spite of how great we said everything is, 
you still under promise and over deliver. So it's yeah. just, it's been a fun thing to, to, to make this available to our audience. And we love the flyover family. They are the best customers. I enjoy the emails. I enjoy the phone calls. I've had great conversation with people from Flyover. That is so good. And thank you also for the discount. So when Flyover family, when you use promo code Flyover, get 20% off. That is such a great deal. Thank you so much for making that available for the Flyover family. So Flyover family, go to FernValleySoap.com. Thank you, Sanders, for stopping by. We really appreciate it. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. Growing up in the heart of the USA, David and Stacy met at school when they were in seventh grade. They started dating at 19 and tied the knot at 20. Yep, it's a love story that warms the heart. At 23 years old, while juggling two kids, Colton and Avery, they started an online brokerage company that soared to unimaginable heights, liberating them from the confines of the nine to five grind. With their newfound freedom, this dynamic duo spent their time globetrotting. What followed was two years working on the mission fields, ministry school, marriage workshops, and even a music career. But hold on, folks. That's not where the story ends. In 2016, they saw a businessman they admired become president. During his campaigning, they noticed that he celebrated a system of government of which the founding fathers would have been proud. They had many friends asking for their thoughts on what was happening in politics. It was then that they realized that there was a burning need for a community where real issues could be discussed, debated, and dissected. And so, the Facebook group called Flyover Conservatives was born. As the 2020 election cycle rolled around, their group grew and grew, attracting more patriots by the day. But as we all know, the journey wasn't without its challenges. Big tech began to censor conservative content, shadow banning the flyovers, and subjecting them to daily fact checks that left many scratching their heads. Undeterred, this dynamic duo rose to the occasion. During the infamous Twitter purge, they decided to take matters into their own hands and launched their very own show, streaming on platforms like Rumble. And guess what? Their audience has skyrocketed to over 5 million views a month. With regular guests like General Michael Flynn, Roger Stone, Kash Patel, Robin Bullock, Eric Trump, and so many others, they show absolutely no signs of slowing down. enjoyed this episode of the flyover conservatives podcast with david and stacy whited please subscribe hit the notification bell and leave us a comment below lastly if you enjoyed today's podcast share with those who came to mind be blessed and make it a great day 